0: This week's show is brought to you by Venice Beach Beverage. Try their delicious line of ginger teas with 100% daily vitamins in every can. And make sure you try my favorite, Black Cherry. Visit them online at venicebeachbeverage.com. The following episode is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. night, mates. <laughs>
1: Lovers and friends, we are here for another episode on this frequency. Woo! Woo! We are sitting in the Suburban at Dodger Stadium lot parking lot. Lot G to be exact. Mm-hmm. The Rose City sounds suburban. <laughs> this
2: is what we caravan
1: in.
0: Let's go. Lot G.
1: So... You know, we're sitting here because we got to wait a little bit. We have a little bit of time to kill. And we got inspired last night because we were on our fuck shit. And, you know, I don't know if it was deliriousness or... I do, do want to speak to that.
2: I think it was exhaustion and delir- was it? Is it delirium? Is that how you conjugate it? Because we all had a really long day. Uh, the Dodgers took an L for game three of this little series. So we did have one happy person in the car.
0: Just one. Everybody else was so sad.
2: Every, we were. It, the mood was, you know, sad. But to my surprise, and then towards the, it was close to coming home, right? We were like in West Covina, I think.
1: It was the majority of the ride home. What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> but I can't remember what prompted the conversation.
1: I think you just randomly asked what our favorite Disney song was. Uh, that's what it was.
2: Okay, that's right. I asked what your guys' favorite Disney songs were.
1: And then you guys
0: jumped out in a, a chorus of Disney songs.
1: Should we try it now?
2: Yes. You, the one... Okay, wait, let me just backtrack. We did do a review of some Disney movies and we we're like, what the fuck was Disney thinking? Yeah. And I was really surprised to learn about Natalie that you don't like Beauty and the Beast.
1: Beauty and the Beast is one of my least favorite movies, or it was as a child, I hated it. But now the live action one is genius. It's one of my favorites, but not the, not as a child, not the animated version.
2: I haven't seen the live action one.
1: It's really good. It's actually to the T of what the, um, oh, oh, we got it. We got a call. Hold on. Pause. Uh, Break. And we're back. We're back. So.
2: And we're back. And we're back. So we were trying to think of topics to discuss because I woke up this morning, Natalie and I tortured Bartley uh, singing, um,
1: I got gadgets and gizmos plenty. Uh, I've got who's it's and what's it's galore, you got finger bumps,
0: I,
2: I got, got 20, money. is it but who cares, no big deal, more. More. Let's go,
1: no. So this is the kind of night we were having on our drive home And we wanted to continue it <laughs> I, we threatened, wanted to
0: continue. I threatened to swing on these ladies if I went to bed singing that song And luckily I did not So,
2: no But singing. I did wake up and look. I looked up a playlist that I have of all of my favorite Disney songs My playlist is called Disney uh, deep cut disney on my spotify account i'll post it when this episode comes out so you can just shuffle and listen to my favorite disney songs and then i sent the playlist over to natalie and bartley this morning and then uh, natalie and i sang to bartley yes we did with gifts
0: yeah well in actual vo- uh, voice recordings ricky sent uh, her sing i played it and my wife's like what was that so i had to explain the whole thing last night
2: <laughs> But I do want to say that Disney was a big part of my childhood. Like growing up, I remember I had uh, Disney Records. I had my little record player with um, all of the... But see, I mean, I was born in 1981. By the time I remember actually watching Disney movies, it might have been like 87, 88. And the movies that I liked weren't the ones that were necessarily coming up at the time. I liked, my favorite were Robin Hood And The Jungle Book. And those came out, I think, like in the fucking 60s. '60s. Yeah. Because I love the music. The music is what got me. So that's what I want to talk about. why, What what our favorite Disney movies were and why. So I just told you mine. Jungle Book and... What was the other one?
1: I just said it. Uh, Robin Robin Hood. Hood. (laughs) Robin Hood. The Jungle Book is definitely a memorable one for me. I was the one playing it over and over. And in fact... I loved the um, King Louis so much. I had like three stuffed animals, King Louis. I had like a, what? I had a monkey-themed room growing up because okay. of the Jungle Book. I'm, it, was, it was great. I'm surprised about that. Yeah. Why, what was your thing with King Louis? I think it was the music.
2: So the voice of King Louis is Louis Prima. Louis Prima, he, I think he was, yeah, from the '50s. So. He, he did swing, yeah. but. King Louie also, he, he does, Louis Prima does a lot of other voices in the other movies that I can't remember right now. Yeah.
1: But so you connected with the music. the music in the Jungle Book. And then I got completely inspired and said, Mom, I need all of the monkey stuffed animals because I'm going to put them all in my room and I'm going to have monkeys everywhere. Yeah, that's my mom. I, I legit or my sister everywhere. I learned that, but I had no idea you had a thing for King Louis. It's kind of weird. It was a little weird, but that was me. So, that one and uh, definitely The Nightmare Before Christmas was a hit. Disney? And it still is. Oh,
2: yeah. It, it is. It's Disney
0: now. It wasn't at the time it was made.
2: It's what's his name? Tim Burton. Tim
1: Burton. Okay. I love Tim Burton. He's yeah, a was, genius.
0: No Disney affiliation at the time it was made, but it does now.
2: he had, bought it out? I, Jack, the Pumpkin mm-hmm. King. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah, that, I like the music. Yeah. It's a strange, okay. Very strange,
0: a movie. strange movie. But I, I do love
1: it. Yeah. Tim Burton, I think for me, now maybe maybe not when I was and maybe I didn't know it at the time, but now I'm like this is the shit. It's just different. It's different, and so that movie Beetlejuice. Um, what? Uh, those Wait, are my scary as hell. It's but one it of my good, favorites. But it's good. Yeah. It's good. And um, what other should Frank and Weenie that he did? Um, oh, Edward Scissorhands. So you're classic. You're Tim Burton fan. I love Tim Burton. They had an exhibit for him here in L.A. a few years ago. Oh, I, I hope they can bring it back because it was the best.
2: Interesting. Okay. Bartley, what are your two
1: favorites?
0: I have to have two? Okay. Well, just one. Well, um, we my two. favorite Disney movie is Incredibles 2. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And Not the first one?
0: No. Which one's the second one? The second one is where Baby Jack-Jack gets in a fight with the raccoon in the in the yard.
1: Is yeah. that what makes it your favorite?
0: Yeah, I love that whole scene.
1: Wait, maybe I... I don't, I don't think I've watched it.
2: I wasn't I impressed. The cartoon scene... Or the raccoon scene at all.
0: It's literally the best... The, like, my favorite all-time Disney scene. It's so funny.
2: So, the, a so. baby beating up a raccoon. Baby Jack-Jack's whole um,
1: like character there.
0: It, well, he, he, his powers came out a little bit right at the end of the first movie. Right. Yeah. And then, like, this was a... a A reaffirmation of all his... Like, he's got all these different powers rolled into a tiny little baby. Yeah. And he he fights this raccoon because he's upset. Because he's watching... So, I gotta backtrack a little bit. So, Mr. Incredible is now a stay-at-home dad. And he's got to manage the daughter going on a date with his kid. Um, The uh, mom. His homework that he doesn't understand. And baby Jack Jack, who mm. keeps getting out of his crib even though he like put stuff on top of his crib so and weighted it, it down. Okay. Right. And so he's he's overly tired and exhausted and he falls asleep watching TV. Well, on on the TV, it's like a bank robbery or whatever, and there's robbers with the black the, the eye, black ma- eye, masks. eye masks, right? Mm-hmm. And so Jack Jack sees the raccoon with the black eye mask and makes the association that he's a robber right oh my god and so he he's he starts <laughs> going after the raccoon and the raccoon's digging through the trash and jack jack uses his power to put the lid back on top of the trash can and the raccoon like was like what the what the hell mm. and then they get into it and it's so funny it's the funniest funniest scene ever in now history
2: you want to that does make me want to see it it's super funny. and that's pixar right
0: yeah pixar disney mm-hmm
2: I feel like every Pixar movie makes you cry, which actually we talked about as it big hero six that you guys were talking about. Mm-hmm. I've, I've not seen that. And you guys I were talking about
0: probably my second favorite one. Okay. Why? Because it's, it's not one that a lot of people like know about or have seen. And I don't know why, okay. but it's got a, it's got a really good story. Um, the, the kid, the 15 year old kid is like a super genius and makes me wish that I was a super genius at 15 and what I could do with my life at that point. But he makes, like, superhero costumes for his friends. Yeah. Like, uh, how dope would that be? Okay,
2: so,
1: so is that the same reason why you like the movie? I, I think it's the, the power of the the knowledge that someone has to create cool shit. Mm-hmm. That's definite, that was definitely what did it for me, too. Was that there was nothing that your imagination could not have to create something and like to hold you back. Like, literally,
0: that's the, his invention is whatever you can think, his invention mm-hmm. does. Yeah.
1: Like, it, it just comes to life. So, so that's what, what the beauty of that movie for me, I, if I could you, really if
0: you think that. it. I, um, microbots mm-hmm. can do it.
2: Okay, so interesting that that's, I didn't know that that was the premise of the mm-hmm. movie or knowing about that character. I think I shared with you guys that a few episodes ago we were interviewing uh, Jessica Ray about her film and we were talking about movies and she said how one of her favorite movies was Pan's Labyrinth Mm -hmm. and that was directed by um,
0: Guillermo del Toro.
2: Guillermo del Toro, yes. Well, I saw it. Mm -hmm. Now, he does, one of my favorite films that he does is The Shape of Water. Mm -hmm. So I can see, I get his work. This movie scared the daylight out of me. There's a creepy-ass character in the movie that I started watching the movie at night, and then I had to shut it down, because I'm like, I'm going to dream about this. I'm going to think about this. But my point is, when we were done with the movie, I told Jess, so let me get this straight. This guy just has an idea for a movie, right? So you just... Do it. Here, guys, look at this crazy... Because you know how hard it has to be to be able to have somebody else understand what you envision? Like how do you relay your this creativity and down to the textures and the colors of the film?
0: Well, it's not even that. Like, so if you if you wrote the movie, a lot of times you have to entrust somebody else to direct yes. your vision. Yes. That would be the hardest part for me. If I had if I wrote something down and, and made a, like a, wrote a story, I would have to give control over to somebody else to to have my vision come to life. Imagine how difficult that is in Hollywood.
2: Yes and no, because I, like if I'm if I'm a writer and I love a specific director and I feel like that director can actually convey my message, then now it becomes a financial thing. Can okay. I even afford them? You
0: know. But let's let's put all the money and, and bullshit aside, right? What if you hand the, your project and they they bring it all the way to post production, right? It's done, and then you see it and you're not happy with it.
2: So here, I'm glad that you brought that up. It's difficult for me when I'm watching something happen or something that, like, we're producing or that we're putting together. Like, for instance, Natalie, you were setting up the table yesterday with the plants and all this, right? Mm -hmm. More times than not, I won't really convey that I'm not satisfied with something. Because I'm like, fuck.
1: You're going to let me down and shit. My ego is going to be all hurt.
2: Man, like all this work that we just did for it. And I'll accept like, "Eh, it's all right. Like it'll work. That'll work. But I was imagining when I was watching Pan's Labyrinth and you're a director and you want that scene. You know how that scene has to look. And I was fortunate enough to work on a set a few a few months ago. And really, I had never done that before, but really see what actors go through. And the director and the cinematographer where it's like, "Mm, let's do it again. And you feel like a jackass because everyone's tired and cold and hungry, but they're also in it to win it and they want to get this scene right. But it made me think like that's something that I want to practice more is not 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 hesitating when I want to see the vision fully through. You know what I mean? Like making sure that it is. But then that goes back to the podcast that we had about being a perfectionist. Maybe sometimes it is okay to let certain things go and let, like you're saying, Bartley, the person who's going to direct it be and feel and look different than what you originally you're, imagined. You're empowering somebody else. Yes. Oh, my God. That outlook. I love that.
0: That's, I mean, that would be difficult for me. Like like I said, if I if I put something, a story That's together cool. like that, it would be difficult for me to relinquish control to have somebody else fulfill my vision. You know what I mean? Like you put all this time and effort into writing the script or whatever and now now somebody else is in charge of making it come to life?
2: Cuz that's their role. That's I literally their job. What if
0: they don't Like I said, what if what if it gets all the way to post production and you hate it?
1: Do it yeah. again. Well, I, and, and I think and I think that's why it's important to be able to communicate with the cre- the person the creative throughout the production. Yeah. Hey, what are you thinking about this? Hey, what is your vision? Also, do you mean like this? Do you want this color? You want this texture? Here, look. Let me show you this example or this demo or well, let's do a trial run. You know what I mean? Because you're not just going to go and um, like, for example, you, hey, um, Natalie, I, I want you to bring some plants and put these here. And it's like, OK, well, how many? How much? How big is it? How many tables? How long? Is it indirect sunlight? What, what color plants? Oh, I, you know yeah, what I mean? Good question. Is it indirect sunlight? And you were literally organizing the
2: plants based on how much sun they were going to get.
1: Because yeah, it's going to affect their performance exactly exactly so i think that it is important as people that are creatives and um and are in collaborative spaces um or that are going to be what are wait what are we laugh? sorry i'm really uh, distracted I'm, what are
0: we? I'm distracted by this guy over here in the parking lot kicking cones like he he tried to they're they're falling over because of the wind and so he tries to put them back up and they just fall back over and he was getting frustrated
1: Oh the life of a uh... oh, oh oh he, he threw, really it. threw it <laughs> Oh sir <laughs>
2: Sir, you're doing a great job. It's okay.
1: See the things that we that we can we'll we're does. sightseeing. Is he going to throw those?
2: But you know what yep, further Oh no.
1: Okay.
0: What does the cone ever do to you, bro? Goodness. Look,
2: he's just really stressed out. Oh, he got that one to stay up. We're coming down from an L. Yeah. The tension is real. And you know I heard that the a lot of the I heard that a lot of the parking attendants like the reason they're so you know angry all the time is I mean they can't watch the game.
1: Yeah, it's like they work here but they don't work here.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sucks for you guys. Well,
1: Should have got a different job. Picked no, that's that's that's, that's a that's a dick move. He's going to be gonna okay. Be back
0: to movies. Yeah. To Disney. Let me
2: tell you, I do want to say this. Beauty and the Beast was the first movie where I read the book first. I read the whole. I was in fourth grade, read the whole book, and then went to the movie theater and saw it. And I was like, this is the shit right now. This is it. 100%. Oh and then awesome. all, it was awesome. And then all throughout, like after that, the desire that I have, and I'm going to do this just for shits and giggles. I just don't know how or when. But I believed that I could be Belle. And I could <laughs> sing that entire fucking movie, like by heart. But and I'm I- pretty sure you can. Yeah, and I think I connected with Belle because
1: you were just different in the sense of, like, you didn't have these social ex... You weren't wanting the social expectations that the society was putting on
2: you. I liked books. I liked books, and I wasn't, you know... what?
0: I thought it was because you had this big, strong man after you, and you chose a (laughs) beastly character instead.
2: Well, I can actually, to some degree, connect with that in a way because. <laughs>
0: you have this big, strong, hunky man after you, and you're like, no, I choose bestiality.
1: So you I mean, related yeah. to Beauty and the Beast.
2: 100%. 100%. Very much so. My
0: wife's going to kill me for saying that, because that's like her favorite Disney movie. Really? hmm
1: I don't know what, what movie did I relate to that.
2: Where you saw yourself in that character. Shit. Any, anything, Bartley? No. Nope. I like that. I'm very much connected with... Well, hello, so that's, that's what, what That's mean, why the hell you liked King Louis? I mean, <laughs> I get you liked his voice in the song. And the cool, dancing. what was it about it? This fool, he wanted... What is it that he wanted from Mowgli? He wanted... Uh, the fire. The, the red... The red flower. Or Did he call it? What, did he, what the, my what? desire is...
1: Man's red fire so I can be like you. Yeah, and I, I think it I think that when I watched that movie as a kid, I didn't conceptualize that. But for me, it was uh, King Louis singing and dancing. He was happy, oh, okay. and so and then like just seeing um who who was what was the bear's name Baloo, Baloo, Baloo and he was dancing. They were all dancing and having a good time. It was my favorite scene. It was great. I love Baloo the bear.
2: You do realize that Baloo the bear is the same as um, in Robin Hood.
1: You know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't watch Robin Hood. Oh my god! I still haven't seen it. I don't
2: think. Okay, let me tell you why I connected with Robin Hood. But I can't remember the name of of the bear in Robin Hood. It was Robin Hood Little John. Mm -hmm. Same voices? Same voices. Phil Harris was his name. And they're both bears.
0: Well we were talking about same voices last night. The guy from um, Moana. The the crab.
2: Oh my god. We were talking about that last night. Wait, the crab. Oh, um, The station in
0: Moana is the same as the bird in Rio. Rio.
2: Yes, because we were talking... Oh my God, what is his name? Jermaine... Jermaine Clement. Jermaine Clement. Now I remember how we got into all of these conversations. Jermaine Clement is one of the two band members of Flight of the Concords. which... I'm sorry, guys. We have another interruption here. There's a random Giants fan.
0: Whoa, just because he's wearing. In the
2: parking shorts, lot. And he, he. No, I strength. saw his shirt. I saw him walking from over here. He has just taken off his shirt, ladies and gentlemen. He's walking through the parking lot where the cones were kicked earlier by the parking attendant. What's happening right now?
1: Where is he walking to? I don't know. Why is he wearing this? sandals? It's fucking cold outside. What is happening? I don't know. Oh, interruption. Hold, please. Stadium. Then you scan it behind center field to go downstairs. Then you scan it before you walk into the actual... That's a lot
2: of scanning. But wait, spot. listen. Antique, then wait, then, wait, they, wait. And then they stamp you right there. Let, me ask, let me ask you a question. If you knew... That letting Bartley in to sit there, cause you love Bartley. Shut your mouth. We're out, like Ricky. family. Like Shut it's all good. Out, Ricky. if you knew that the Dodgers were gonna lose, if you let Bartley in there, would you let him in there? No. Sorry, Bartley just Curious, I just, okay. you know, one of those life right. choices. Like, I'm because you never know how the universe works. Hey, we're yeah, just talking you know, about squid
1: games, with, right? Karma,
2: right? Karma
0: will fuck you guys if you guys don't put me in that spot, so. right? So,
2: we're being compassionate people, yeah, and, and maybe I'll, I'll, that's
0: my I I'll let for you sure have game it. four if you let me in that spot.
2: Okay, you're the best. You're the best. Okay, we'll see you here later. Be safe. All
0: right, you guys.
1: Okay, bye. bye, bye. All of this friendly banter with antique, that was our friend.
0: Fuck you, Ricky, friend. for trying to take away my joy. What kind of bullshit is that?
2: Actually, let's talk about taking people's joy away. Um, I had an interesting conversation about friends with that. But I used to think, like, in my head, like, straight up hardcore, that one little thing could change everything. Like, you don't, it's just a little puzzle piece of, of all things. For, so for the, same, for the same thing, right? Let's say he does let you in, and that's actually what gets us to win because he was compassionate enough to like I I think about weird I'd be okay shit Okay with like, that
0: cuz we're going to go back to San Francisco and whoop y'all's ass, okay? But
2: now and okay, I want to I, I want to circle back to I think we're good with the Disney stuff.
1: Um we just got to mention that Aristocrats Aristocats was a great uh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> um Wait. Frozen was a great movie. The Aristocats uh The Pimp Cat, also
0: known as Ricky's favorite movie, because she loves cats, and Ricky wishes she was in that movie as an actual aristocrat.
2: Aristocrat, I do. But the cat, the the male cat, what's his name? Is I think it is Tom Cat. That is also Thomas Thomas O'Malley. Thomas O'Malley. O'Malley. That is also he's the same voice. That's Phil Harris who does Baloo the Bear. Oh, oh, yeah, that makes complete sense. Join. Yeah, they use the same people over and over again.
1: You know, I mentioned that to Mike one time while I was watching. I must have been watching the one with the sword. What's the oh, one with the sword? um,
2: Sword in the Stone. Is it, is
0: it the Sword and the Stone?
2: That's, yeah. not, that's different the than the dragon it? one, right? What's the dragon one? Or is there a dragon in Sword in the Stone? Uh-huh. Oh, okay.
1: Well, I don't know. We were watching it, and I, I had never watched that one either. But I was I'm paying attention... Scout, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was paying attention to the voices, and I was like, "Oh, you know my ignorant ass." Oh, um, they use a lot of the same voices in these movies, huh, mm-hmm. Mike? But then he kind of was like, "Well," and I didn't really believe it, or I didn't. Well, I was like, "That's not possible." He's like, "Well done, Natalie. Um, you think they had all of this money to pay a whole bunch of actors to do different voices?" And yeah, I was like, did. "It's Disneyland. They were all white, but you know what that's I think- just me." No,
2: I think- 100% did have all the money that they could use. But what happens when you're in a position of being able to help the people that you like.
1: You keep asking them back, which is why Disney now has all of these um war- not well it's not warning signs. It's just the little label before the movie start that they were culturally appropriating and some things were oh, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? They're not appropriate. Yeah, yeah watch okay. go on Disney Plus and bef- and watch, watch one the, of the yeah. older movies and it'll tell you that it The Jungle Book
0: yeah. The Jungle Book has that warning. Okay. If you go and watch the original Jungle Book now, it'll say, "Oh, we're not trying to d- depict yada 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 blah blah blah." There's a there's just a disclaimer on there.
1: Yeah, and Peter Pan, of course, Peter Pan has it as well. All of those movies have it. Um, but anyway, things are changing. He was a racist motherfucker. That's why. There was, a, there was a documentary. There was something that... that oh, um, when you go to the San Francisco uh, Disney Museum, they do talk about the struggles that Disney had to stay open and to have um, movies and things like that. So I know that they struggled, but then when Mike told me that, I was like, well, I guess maybe you're not completely wrong, but there had to be some type of funding that they were able to get. But anyway, that's a whole other story. Um are we done with the Disney stuff now?
2: I'm satisfied with it. We all know our favorite movies. We all know which ones we connect to. And then we're going to post the deep cut Disney. Um, so that people can listen to all of my favorite Disney songs.
1: Put some Disney quotes on there. Yeah, the some Mermaid. Disney highlights. Maybe
2: as well. The Little Mermaid. Did you cry at Lion King?
1: You know what? I did not cry at Lion King. I'm so glad either. that you brought that up because... I think for years everyone talked about how much they cried at Lion King. I didn't shed a tear. How
2: old were you when you were, when you watched it?
1: Old enough. I think I might have been five. Oh,
2: you nine. didn't cry at five?
1: I was not at that. I no. Nine.
0: I think I was nine, eight or nine when Lion King came out.
2: When, when did, did Lion King, King come five? out? Ninety-five. Uh, there 49. it is. Is it ninety-five? Which one? Nineteen ninety-four.
1: 1994.
2: Yeah. Okay, so I was four eight. or five. I was eight. How how old was I? I was born in 1981. 13. I fucking cried in the theater. I was totally crying in the theater. I ain't no cry. Completely I cried. no cry either. You guys, that's a powerful mm. scene. Did you guys right, watch the real one? Not the real one, but the live the, action. The live action? Yeah. yeah, it's good. I see, I'm not a fan
1: of the live action Disney stuff.
0: Was okay. Some of it's good, some of it's not. That one was okay.
1: I really love the soundtrack, Beyonce. Hey, girl. She 100% killed it. Amazing. Yep. that and video the that
0: she- the only movie I've ever cried that I remember was Armageddon what yeah
1: That's Armageddon. the only movie
2: you've ever cried to Armageddon yeah mm. Wait you didn't even cry at up I haven't seen Up. Oh, yeah, you,
0: see seen it. you,
1: it. Have. you seen. had to oh, see oh, up Barley.
2: this Barley. Barley don't like he's gonna no. cry he gonna cry.
1: Bartley, are you serious? Yeah, you, you know know have what? to watch that scene ASAP so, that makes everyone cry, and that's all that you need.
2: Because I actually don't have
1: the up soundtrack, but the um it has a beautiful little yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's magic. It it makes you wanna it, you're happy, you're sad. That's, is that it? That's not it. Oh, what's the thing?
2: Even hearing the song yeah. is going to make me tear up. Oh, my gosh, oh, yeah. My Bartley, I promise. I can't believe Rachel hasn't made you watch that with her. I'm and shocked. I, I think
0: probably because it's too emotional for her.
1: It is. It is. It is oh. oh, God.
2: So, Rachel, ha- is she working right now?
0: Yes. Damn
1: it. I was about to call her
2: and say, Rachel, why haven't you made him watch up? Oh, man. Yeah. you That's your Armageddon's
0: arm- the only one that I've cried for. Oh, God. The part where he, like, um, pushes... Uh, Bruce Willis pushes Ben Affleck back into the, the spaceship and, like, makes him go up. And then the, the the part where he's talking to his daughter for the very last time. Like, I'm just, like, sitting there, just like,
2: oh, my God. my <laughs> okay. God. That is the oh only movie that you have on record where you
0: cry. That for. I remember crying for. I wanna... Actually, there was another one recently. I just can't remember it.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to see all of the Disney movies that have made me cry. Let me see
2: them. Wait, Wait, what do you mean? So you can look at them and you know what? Yeah. Oh yeah, this one made usually, me cry. Usually I mean, all of them, I guess. Usually all the Pixar movies make me cry. Yeah. The fucking Toy Story four, where they're about to all burn together. Okay, oh, wait. Oh my god. Oh yeah, that was dramatic. Who? That was.
1: I remember taking what my cousins. What was
2: Pixar thinking with that scene? Yeah. I low key was like, is this what the Holocaust felt like? Like you're about to burn. Like is this what that felt like? Because that became very real.
1: Pretty close, right? Um, what about fucking Finding Uh-oh. Nemo? Oh my,
2: oh my god. god, Nemo! No, I... Nemo! So I'm not, gonna tell so you... So I'm
0: going through my, my Apple wallet and all the movie subs that I have had on here. Okay. I cried at uh, A Star Is Born when Bradley Cooper hung
1: himself. Oh, yes.
2: Wait, what? First of all, I have not seen A Star Is Born.
1: Oh, you have to watch it. Hold on. I sing. Spoiler alert. No, I sing the oh, I have to say it in the show. I don't know what love is. He hangs himself. Well, that's what the, that's what the whole movie is about um his life and how sad it was and yeah it, it it's really sad. Did you watch the original one?
2: Oh, I haven't seen anything at all. Oh
1: my god. You have to it's that one. I I can't watch that movie. That was like a I'm going to watch it once and that's it. And then maybe I'll watch it again in a couple of years just because I want to have a good cry, but that's not one that I like to see often.
0: Yeah, it's a great movie Jesus um Christ. but yeah, I was like there was one that I saw somewhat recently. That I cried to as well, and I had to look through my stubs to yeah, find that's
2: it. Crazy. But yeah, Toy Story, I cried. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. I, when, I'm having more trouble thinking which Pixar movie did I not cry to. Because <laughs> I feel like they, man, they, they, all, th- make they all make you cry. No. Oh, 100%. No. What was the first Pixar movie that came out?
1: Toy Story. Toy Story. Is it Toy Story? Yeah. And Car- then the, the but
2: Cars
0: is on that franchise. You cried during Cars? Mm.
1: I didn't really watch Cars, but I'm gonna say that I didn't cry at Cars. Yeah.
2: Maybe I shed a tear, but not full blown cry. Bugs Life was also. Oh yeah, Bugs Life. Uh, Pixar. That was mm-hmm. a good one. Ratatouille. Eat. Oh, I love Ratatouille. It's great. great soundtrack. Great story. Mm-hmm. Always makes me hungry. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Have you had Ratatouille? Uh,
1: I haven't. I don't think eat. I can eat it. Well, I think it has I'm meat. Sure no, there's a plant based version. No, right? What Can we talk about how great the Pixar short Pearl was? Pearl? My girls played me.
2: Oh, my God. So I was actually on one of the worst. This is when COVID first happened. COVID first happens, and I'm on a phone call at home. I specifically remember this time. It was when you... Partly were exposed to COVID and then we all quarantined and I had to work from home and my daughters got to listen to a conference call that I was on where the CEO of the company that I used to work for gave me a, a backhanded compliment or what do you call it? Is, is that the term? Uh-huh. Yeah, like multiple backhanded compliments. Passive aggressive is what
1: it's starting to sound like.
2: And my girls were like,
1: what the fuck is
2: going on right now? Which I thought was interesting that they actually took the time to stop what they were doing in their COVID lives of being on their phone. To listen to the almost two and a half hour conference call that I was on. And after that phone call, they played me Pearl. What is Pearl about?
1: Pearl is about a little cotton I'm not ball. Uh, ball, of ball of yarn. Ball of yarn that goes into the corporate world to get her job, and she's surrounded by a whole bunch of um, suits. It's ball of yarn and suits, and so which is the what they're trying to depict is that the ball of yarn is a woman and then the suits are a bunch of men and so she gets in there all excited and she's happy for her first day and then the suits ignore her and don't let her kind of do her job or participate in all of the activities and um i can't remember what the what the ending of the story was but i know that it ended up working out and that the company ended up becoming more diverse because of pearl it's uh, beautiful. It's was, a beautiful short. Made me cry.
2: Yeah. I don't think I've seen tears. it.
0: I don't yeah. think I've seen
1: it. Watch it. Watch Full it because it's great. Blow. It's really uh, relevant.
0: You, have you guys seen the one, uh, or Bao?
1: Oh, yes. She eats. Uh, yeah, she eats the, the dumpling. dumpling. Hold oh, on. My God. Cause yes. I,
2: I just came back from Vegas. I took my kids to go to a Russ concert yeah. and I went to go eat at a restaurant. That was a Mexican Chinese fusion Ooh. I mean, they had those dumplings. Did you have them? Mm-hmm. I ordered some, and then as soon as I was about to put it in my mouth, your, did it I was into like, your son, "Oh no!" And then you were
0: just like, like nurturing along its way, and then that it gets sh- a girlfriend, and it's about to get married, and then you eat it.
2: Who a- oh <laughs> came up with that? This is what I'm talking about. That's and a- it was a great movie, but I'm like, what the fuck am I watching yeah. right now?
0: Rachel was like, "Oh, that was such a great what short." I'm like. That was twisted. It what the was, fuck are you talking but, about? And You know
2: what? But I like that twistedness because it makes me feel better about my dark thoughts.
1: You know what? And now because this is like um for the Asian community, right? Obviously the bow, and and we were talking about Squid Games, and then we we're talking about other Korean or foreign films. Um, they have, a, a, and I'm not. I don't want to just single out Koreans, but Asians have very just. They're the way that they create is just on a completely different level like they just twist it like oh y'all thought you were dark and like imagine parasite the movie parasite did you watch it i have not seen parasite it's really good um that one's a that one everyone i think everyone should watch because um it had a, a lot of um just a lot of hidden not secrets but it it's totally relevant to what's happening in society now Uh,
0: parasite i'm not sure i've
1: seen it it won an award
2: i'm looking up um and and i know his name and um, i feel terrible that i don't know it off the top of my head but one of my actually one of my favorite movies of all time is spirited away have i it's japanese no
1: is it japanese i think it's japanese Japanese.
2: japanese okay My kids are traumatized with that movie because there's a scene where the parents are at like a buffet. There's a bunch of food and there's nobody else there. It's just them and they're eating Mm -hmm. like it's going to be their last meal Mm -hmm. and they turn into pigs. That scene was enough for my kids to say, I will never watch that movie. It left such an impression on my children. Like... You know who that is? No.
0: So our guy, our shirtless guy, is back. That's Ron Wotus. He's the third base coach for the Giants.
1: Go talk to him, Bartley.
0: No. No. It's awkward now.
1: Sir, you mean it's awkward now because you saw him without a shirt? Oh yeah. Wait, what would you ask him if you could ask him anything? Can I get your autograph?
0: Um. By
2: the way, who the fuck knows third base? Third base coaches. That's just weird.
0: I know the third base coach of the Dodgers. He's the former third base coach of the Angels. I met him in person. He's a real nice Wait, guy. You
2: know what? Here's the thing. The thing is, is he loves baseball. What thing do you know everything to?
0: <laughs> Plants.
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah, There you go. There you go. That's that's fair. That's you, could fair.
0: Look at this, you could look at this fucking tree over here and be like, "That's a." That's a ficus. No, that's not, a, f- that
2: not even. That has way too you can, much you
1: sun. Can, Who you planted this bust shit? There.
0: The scientific name. That's a. Whatever. Godius
2: Maximus. <laughs> yeah. That's a part. of Yeah,
1: but you know what I meant. But you know what I meant.
0: That's that's yeah. my that's my gist. Like, she would know. Like, oh, yeah. that's not just a pine tree. That's a
1: whatever the scientific name of the pine tree, is which I don't
2: know. Here are violin players. Here, damn, he's early.
1: Uh, Ricky had a little bit of a crush on the violin player yesterday for the mariachi band. Oh,
2: my God! The the violin player from the mariachi. And let me just tell you. Hold on. I fell in love with mariachi all over again yesterday. And I really loved that. So, the mariachis, it was uh, well, nice Garibaldi. Garibaldi.
0: Would have been, been nice to see. but pero, no. and Let me
2: tell you something. It was short-lived because I was only there for like five, ten minutes. Because I had to run up to the press box and then get Nestor in here. But... They played La Bruja. Oh, they, didn't
1: which play. they actually played it twice. Shut your mouth.
2: Mm-hmm. I only got a glimpse of it. But I was really shocked because nobody requested it. Nobody was saying sing it. And they didn't do the full complete song. It was just a little insert. And I'm bummed because I wanted to follow them and ask them, why did you insert this song? Why was this song important to play in your set? Which I thought... It was for me because I love La Bruja and I love singing that song. So I'm like, okay, cool. So, but, but actually, since we're talking about that, let me tell you.
0: Is that the song that you and your dad sang? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I just need context.
2: So when Natalie and I started listening to the mariachi, and one of the things that I do love about Natalie is she likes metal music. Mm -hmm. Natalie loves metal music. And I don't, (laughs) I don't remember what song the, the mariachi was playing, but I was like bobbing my head. As if
1: the metal music was playing with the mariachi the So
2: I could hear the mariachi and I was listening to a double bass. The whole thing. And I told Natalie, I was like, dude, this would be dope with some metal music elements to it. Right? And then somehow we ended up kind of exploring the different types of songs that the mariachi was playing. That would be more like hip-hop. That would be more like EDM. And I had, I was Flooded. My brain was flooded with ideas on how we could enhance the mariachi experience, mm-hmm. and all I could think about was, all right, well, if I would pitch it, they'd be like, mm.
1: they wouldn't be about it. But I mean, it's happening, right? Because you uh, you talk about uh, in hip hop, YG had a mariachi at his concert, and I think uh, you mentioned the small
2: stadium. SoFi Stadium just had a full the Rams mariachis.
1: And D Smoke together. You think the culture is about it?
2: I think the culture, I think the fans here at Dodger Stadium would be about it if we carefully curated what that would look like. And when I say that, is you know, imagine we find a house band and this house band. And DJ would have to rehearse with the mariachi and, and it would have, you know, there, there's just so many elements to it. But my point is I was flooded with all of these great ideas, but I immediately shot myself down and thought, man, they're never going to go for it.
1: Can, okay. And then here's where a uh, movie recommendation's going to come in, because while you were talking about all of that, it reminded me of the movie La La Land with Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone.
2: John Legend did the yes. soundtrack to
1: I have not I have not watched it. It won
2: a lot of awards though.
1: Oh my gosh. You watched it Bartley? No. Oh my gosh, but both I of you
2: Stone, uh, Oscar for it isn't she? Yeah.
1: Both of you have to go home, uh, sit down and have a movie night and watch La La Land because it is an incredible film. It is completely heartbreaking and it has all the drama and it's and it's totally relatable. And so, uh, he's gonna cry. And Ricky okay. and and just about the fact that you said that okay you have all of these ideas and but who's gonna support them and believe in you enough that it's possible to do mm. so it kind of has um, similar elements to what you're saying um, so anyway la la land and it's NLA so um, anyway that's all for us today I hope you guys enjoyed the amount of spoiler alerts that we gave you guys Um you know, uh, I hope you appreciated it. I hope you had a good laugh. Um, and tis all. So we're going to continue on with our adventures here at Dodger Stadium. Until next time, friends. Increase the peace.
0: In my defense, that movie <laughs> is three years old. So if you haven't seen it, go see it. La, la, la. No, uh, Star is Born.
1: Oh, yeah, Star is Born. Okay. We'll watch that. <laughs> Meow. Meow. Meow.
2: Today's episode was brought to you by Chingon Bakery and Venice Beach Beverage. If you have any topic ideas you want us to cover, don't forget to email those to onthisfrequency at gmail.com. Today's episode was produced by Juicebox Bartley and Big Brother Jake. We drop a new episode every Wednesday wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you follow us on the Grams at On This Frequency. How can you support us, you ask? Well, Go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash on this frequency and you can donate some coffee funds there. And for those Apple listeners, leave us a review. They're incredibly helpful and we'll be sharing them in our upcoming episodes. So, from Natalie and I, remember to be kind to one another, kick some ass, and remember to celebrate every day because every day is your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fuck, fuck! I wanna be like you. Hop de doobie doo.
1: I wanna walk like you. Talk like you. You'll see it's true. Shoop de doo. And they black me. Shoop de doobie doo.
0: Thank you.